Hi, time to get started on this Thursday. Jody's still coughing away, but she did not cough all night, Sam, last night, just so you know. <sighs> you gave her your magic elixir? He did. It's an this- over-the-counter elixir. That Murphy. Yeah, feeds I don't me. think they actually call it an elixir. They might have a 1920. Yeah. But, hey, uh, it's blue in color and it's magical. <laughs> What's it taste like? Fruity? Medicine. Yeah. But not yeah. bad medicine. Not yeah. bad medicine, though. I really. It's expect- not Bon Jovi? No. <laughs> Let me say this. This happens to me every spring. I'm super sensitive to something in the air. And so allergies come along and just whammo me like this. But the problem is, it's my management of it that's the problem. Um, Because you don't do anything about it? I don't do anything about it until I have to. Okay, so what I should be doing, especially at this time of the year, maybe all the time, I don't know, is is doing the little stupid nose spray. Not the addictive one, but the other one. The one that my doctor gave me. Saline. I should do it once a day, at least once a day. And then I should also take something once a day. One of those 24-hour things Mm -hmm. that is always in my system. But I don't think to do that until I get whammoed. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people, if you're not in the routine, but you, you just need to do it every morning. You know, it's of my or life? every night before you go to bed, or just of the spring season. I wonder. I guess it depends on how serious the allergy is. I'm not a doctor, but you know, you uh, seem to play one at home. Here, well, take I mean, this. Mine, mine has me permanently on a, you know, a regular antihistamine. It can be something yeah. kind of like a Claritin or um, what's Zyrtec. it, Zyrtec, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's that's my problem. I have trouble remembering to take my vitamins. You have a netty every pot day. Too? Ugh, no. no, I'm scared of that. Jody won't go there. I don't want something up my nose like that. So anyway, I'm managing it better today, and thank you for being my medicine man. Maybe we need to write it on the mirror to help you remember. Oh, I guess so. I guess so. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So, you know, Mark Zuckerberg had his second day yesterday. It was before the House uh, Committee yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was the Senate on day one asking about Facebook. And so some of the really weird, awkward moments that came out of that, we were going to have later this hour for you. Okay. Coming up next, in your first Hollywood Outsider of the Morning, Mariah Carey gets really personal about her disorder. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So this is some pretty big news from the life of Mariah Carey. And over the years, Mariah has given us some crazy behavior, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. But some incredible songs. Man, crank that all day for me, that one right there. I think Mariah. there's been, there certainly have been people with more crazy behavior. It's just been a little excessive, not crazy. Well, okay, maybe not crazy, yeah, but just we odd. focus on hers too much. Maybe, but it's been, there would been times when she was like, what? What mm-hmm. did she do? Okay, so the new issue of people uh, hitting newsstands this week and probably some other places, she's on the cover and it says, my battle with bipolar disorder. She's opening up for the first time about these struggles. She's kept it hidden for many years, for many years, almost two decades she was first diagnosed with this in 2001. Hmm. That she was hospitalized for mental health and a physical and mental breakdown. She says, she goes on in this article to explain that she was so afraid of losing everything because of this. And she had a lot to lose that she felt like the only way to deal with it would be to not deal with it. So she's never talked about the fact that she was diagnosed with this and that she has been living with this. Bipolar. Is that back when she was married to Tommy Mottola? 2001? I don't think so. Uh, no, I think then, that was no. after the split. Gotcha. But so is she saying that she's being treated for it now? She's yeah. not saying that she's been diagnosed and is trying to work through it without any help, No, right? no, no. She gets help. She's taking medicine. She says she feels like that it's 
um, is helping some. But there was a time when she was trying to do all that she was trying to do while living with this. Mm-hmm. She thought she just had like sleep disorders and that she would work all the time and not sleep very much and she was super cranky and didn't understand why this was just something that was happening to her mm-hmm. and and just the manicness of that. She also said that there are certain people who came out um, talking about their mental issues like Lady Gaga and even Demi Lovato yeah. that kind of gave her courage enough to, you know, I might as well just lay it all out for the world. This is what I'm dealing with. I'm not ashamed of it, but I'm having to manage it. Right. Boom. So that's a big story. From well, good for Mariah. Mariah. I know. I'm Mariah sure it's Curry. very difficult for anybody in celebrity status to figure out what the timing should be on a an announcement like that, and, and yeah. how much do you tell? And it needs to come from her, so I'm kind of glad it did. Right. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right. On the way, more rom com suggestions for you, Sam. Since right. you want that movie love, eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Samantha is next with a recommendation for you. You know we love hearing from you, so give us a call anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Um, we're getting your recommendations for romantic comedies for Sam since you... Since I'm a romantic. Yeah, and you love these kind of movies. your it's favorite. the certain kind, yeah. Okay. Hey, Samantha. Hi, good morning. I was calling to make a rom-com recommendation. Oh, Yay. sure. Okay. Yay. Okay, so it's kind of... <laughs> I think it's one that didn't get a whole lot of attention, but I can pop it at any time. It's just like Love Actually, and you just love it. It's called New in Town, and it has Renee Zellweger in it and Harry Connick Jr. What? Oh, wow. Wait, what? I know, right? And and it has J.K. Simmons in it. Huh. Wait, I've never heard of it. It's about this little town in, I think, Minnesota called New Ulm, Minnesota. And it's like a factory town. Like, everybody works at the plant. Right. And Renee Zellweger is a CEO down at the company that owns the plant down in Miami. And they right. have to send her up there to downsize and all this. And Harry Connick Jr. is president of the union. Nice. And it's kind of your typical rom-com, but it's really, really good. And it's uh. really feel good. Okay. okay don't, yeah, don't tell me anymore except the title again. Well, I've never heard of it and I've never right. seen it, but I would have to assume she comes up from Miami, falls in love with the union guy. Don't don't ask. <laughs> don't ask. We don't want ruined. What is the t- what's the title but of it again? Everybody falls in love with Harry Connick Jr. Uh, it's yeah. called New in Town. New in Town. New in Town. Excellent. Thanks. I just looked it up. It came out in 09, so it's been around for a little while. Mm-hmm. This looks cute though, Jody, and it's a good picture of Harry Connick Jr. This is Ted Mitchell. Ted, you live around here? Yeah, I moved up here 10 years ago. Why? Excuse me. You just can't help root for Harry, and no matter what he's in. he's in. Wasn't he in another rom-com, uh, too? Oh, not not comedy. P.S. I Love You. Okay. That is one of my favorite movies ever, but I wouldn't say there's a com- much comedy there, except, well, Gerard Butler's funny. Yeah. He, he oh. did one scary movie also, remember? Yeah, he was some scary killer, Yeah, which and was I didn't a like weird that. role for him to be in, but I yeah. I don't like he, that. He's done it all. Yeah. Oh, no. Remember okay. that time he hosted a daytime show? Don't, don't. He did a good job. <clears throat> and it's canceled now, right? Yeah, it is canceled yeah. now. Sweet Samantha, Harry. thank you for the call. We love to hear from you. Reach out anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, I know you guys want to talk about the takeaways from Zuckerberg on Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. I want to. Well, sh- so there were certainly their share of weird moments so in the last two many, days. So many, but I have a favorite takeaway, something we supposedly learned. We'll do that next. 
When you get a chance today, uh, be sure to like us on our Facebook page so that you can uh, get alerts whenever we go Facebook Live, new posts, and all that good stuff. And and who knows, maybe you'll get uh, random messages from Mark Zuckerberg. You know? <laughs> um, have, you, have you seen any of the testimony over the last couple of days? You know, yes. day one, he Mark Zuckerberg had to go before Congress for, with the Senate. Yesterday was the House. But it went, uh, you know, pretty viral, <laughs> oddly enough, across Facebook and a lot of different places because yeah. Yeah. of a couple of different things. Number one, you're talking about a lot of senators and, and congressmen that really are not familiar with the platform. It's, it's highly technical anyway. That was the so, funniest part of it. So it, it had it had its funny moments, but it had some really revealing moments for those of us that are Facebook users that were like, yeah. uh-oh, you know what? But the so the funny moments were like this. If so, how do you sustain a business model in which users don't pay for your service? Senator, we run ads. Okay. <laughs> you know what's funny is that the Facebook, uh, you know, employees or whoever his entourage was behind him kind of smirked and laughed at that. But look, but there were some moments that were like, this clearly is not a game. And this was a really good question from Senator Durbin. Mr. Zuckerberg, would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Um. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> If you've messaged anybody this week, would you share with us the names of the people you've messaged? Uh, Senator, no, I would probably not choose to do that publicly here. I think that may be what this is all about. Your right to privacy, the limits of your right to privacy, and how much you give away. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. You know, I kind like of again that. pointing back to I was just like, as oh, soon wow, as he asked the hotel moment. question, I'm like, that's exactly where he's trying to make him think. He's just yeah. trying to. Yeah. switch things around a little bit on him. One of my moments from the other day, you know one of my things ab- about assuming that my phone is listening to my conversation yeah. and targeting me. <laughs> yes, that dude. kind of what's what that's like an urban legend that that's happened that Facebook's been doing that forever. It's now a matter of public record because it happened. Uh Senator Peters asked him, "Yes or no, does Facebook use audio obtained from mobile devices to enrich personal information about users?" Uh-huh. And Zuckerberg said, no. <laughs> really? Facebook, according to Zuckerberg, matter of public record doesn't do that. Yeah. I think other things do. It's, this is going to be a crazy you know, conversation. And the thing is, it's so highly technical. That's really the reason that we really need to know what's happening. Right. You know? yeah. Otherwise, it's like, wow, you our have, stuff could be used truly without our knowledge in a lot of different ways. You have to dig in with these kind of questions. And yeah. wait, look for it on SNL this yeah. weekend, too. Anyway, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, feel free to instant message us on Facebook. It'll be shared with the world. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Don is calling in at 877-310-4MSJ. I think he's got some help for you on these allergies, Jody. Yay. You got. Reach out to us anytime. It's really the most fun we have is with you. 877-310-4MSJ. A little help for you, Jody, it looks like, from Don. What's going on, Don? <laughs> Jody, yes, I've got a idea for you to try. Um, my middle daughter had allergies really badly as yes. a kid. Yes, and we went out and bought one of those high dollar allergen filters for the central heat and air unit. Yes, and and that's what it took to keep her from. Um, it was manageable once we used those filters. Mm-hmm. Really, well worth the money. Okay, yeah, you cannot air the ha- house the house out when it's a beautiful day out. We found out my daughter would break out, you know, break yeah. down real bad. We just had to keep the house cooped up, but uh, oh, yeah. really? we got that uh, filter. It was well worth it. That's good to know, too, because I have to air the house out on a beautiful day, and I have to go walk my dogs. And sometimes when I do it, I'm thinking, oh, yeah. what am I letting into my system? 
Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, and that's it. Yeah, Christy had allergies so bad, her eyes would almost swell shut. Oh, and, the baby. Um, I just happened to stumble across these filters up at Lowe's, the allergen filters. Mm-hmm. We started using those, and you you change them out a lot more often. Yeah. Sure. But uh, I had to do that. Sure. To keep uh, Christy from, from drugging her up all the time. Exactly, okay. exactly. Well, thank you for that so, recommendation. I'll add it to the list of things yeah. that you know I need to do in the spring at least. Well, I sure hope it, it works for you like it did work for us. Thank you, Don. Yeah, we appreciate the call. You know, Jody, you remember somebody recently in our house was checking out our air filter, and he said, uh, "So this thing you've got there, this re, you know, this reusable thing, it's it's not catching anything." <laughs> remember that? Yeah, but you've changed all that. You've remedied that. Yeah, I mean, we've got a brand new air filter that's in place now, so. I, I mean, maybe I, it's not doing its job, or do you think it's just all that junk outside? I think it's what's outside, and I, that would be no life for me to not be able to go outside. Or open I up your house. I crave outside every day. Yeah. That's the little country girl in me that used to run around barefoot. It wasn't a complete day if I didn't get home from school, kick off my shoes, and run barefoot in my grass. Well, also, too, so, like, like Don was saying, not being able to open the house. I mean, those days, I just love me too. cracking everything me open. Me, too. But he had to do what he had to do for his baby girl. Yeah. I get that, too. Yeah. Love you, Don. Call us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. I'll tell you why the movie theaters are about to get very busy and crowded in about two weeks. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, let's take you straight to Netflix for somebody who's coming to Netflix, Sasha Baron Cohen. He's going to mm. star in something called The Spy, a six-episode Netflix limited series where he'll, he'll play a real-life spy, Eli Cohen. Okay. So this, okay. I yeah. mean, this isn't one of his little things where he has the hidden <clears throat> cameras and that's like, what's crazy. Like Borat, I can't ever see him in any other thing. Once you do something like Borat. It's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. But then again, those type of comedians are the ones who morph the pay, best. Yeah, great dramatic actors. Into dramatic things. So look for that on Netflix, especially if you love this. What do you even call it? It's 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 real stuff that's happened yeah. in real life, but they fictionalize it. I don't know what you call it. They but add the a crown, fiction to it just to enhance it. Narcos it. is that way. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. So look for that from Netflix. All right, something big that's coming in two weeks to the box office, two weeks away. It's going to be bigger than you thought. In Avengers Infinity War. In time, you will know what it's like to lose. To feel so desperately that you're right. Yet to fail all the same. You know, as big as Black Panther was, I'm reading that this one will, might even be the biggest Bigger. one Marvel It's already has. on pace. They're selling more than double the tickets at this time at the same wow. point than they did for Black Panther. So it's expected to earn $200 million in its first <laughs> opening weekend. And let me say this. You know, our daughter Taylor, she has a, a, a little weekend job at a movie theater. Right. And when she interviewed, or I'm sorry, the first day that she went for her training, it was a slow night, and I thought, I remember telling her, that's good. You want to learn on a slow night. She said that her boss told her, the just Avengers. hold on. You need to get ready because you know what's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy around here when Infinity War comes out, and that's in two weeks at the box office. So seriously, if there's something else that you want to see now at the theater, yeah. go see it now before Infinity War you know, I'm takes thinking, over. It's amazing, the $200 bucks, but with everybody that's in that movie, they're going to need it to pay them all off. 
Yeah, you're right. Because they've got all the Marvel characters in there. Too big. Yeah. Oh, and just for fun, Sam, today is National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. And in honor of that, we'd like to recommend the movie Chef. Because I could have done better. I should have cooked food that I was going to cook. Yeah. There are chefs that cook food that they believe Starring Jon Favreau is his pet project. And grilled cheese. It's a favorite movie of all of ours. Yes. And the grilled cheese sandwich in this is the best one you've ever seen made. And Guaranteed. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 7.55, Mariah Carey opening up about her battle and life living with bipolar disorder. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, getting Thursday off to a good start. At least we hope it is for you. Um, Coming up later on this hour, more of the uh, rom-com suggestions for Sam. You know, Sam loves a good chick flick, but it's got to be a A romantic comedy. Yes, I'm a hopeless romantic. So, and so we're building that list for you, which will really make a fun list for anybody at murphysamandjody.com. Okay, um, I also posted, because we've been talking about the weird stuff that dogs eat, you got to be careful. Our bulldog ate a glue stick this week, yeah. and um, I think he's fine. He also loves to get he into became, the trash. He became quite crafty. <laughs> I learned this week the hard way that he likes to get into the trash. So he had some oh. leftovers. That was my fault. Can he wait, 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 wait. Did you, seriously, you left the trash bag sitting out? I did. I didn't mean to. I was running to school to pick up Phoebe and then coming right back. Yeah, he he loves. I mean, in fact, he will follow the trash bag, as I've learned. Yeah. I'm yeah. the trash taker outer, as you know, at the house, Sam. So, Except when you're not there. Um, and I did the wrong thing. Right. So, yeah. And so, yeah, you can't ever. The bag's got to go outside, especially with five dogs. He's a shoe, he's a shoe lover, too, Jody. I know. I am, too, in is, a different way. Is there anything particular he's looking for in the trash or just anything? Anything food. Huh? Any food. Anyway, so we posted this list for you on our Facebook page um, of human foods that dogs can and cannot eat. I love to feed treats to the dogs that are real food, real food, every once in a great while. Murphy's not a fan of it, so it's one of those things that we're like, okay, fine. You're right. I'm a a purist. They eat the diet they're supposed to eat, and that's what keeps them healthy. Plus, I mean, behavioral-wise, once you start giving them stuff, it kind of trains them to always hang around the table. I know, but let's just say... Once they've they've had a little bit of hamburger, try getting them to eat dry food again. Yeah. (laughs) You used to give Chevy bacon slices every once in a great while. But uh, those were in his his twilight years, right? Exactly. I mean, we made exceptions to the rule in his twilight years. We've got two dogs. So so if you're a dog at Murphy and Jody's house and you start getting table scraps, you know the end is near. You're on the way. <laughs> That's right. Thank That's you. when the rest of the pack starts looking and going, uh-oh, uh-oh. wait, they're feeding him burgers. <laughs> Should we tell him he's on the way out? No. I'm in total agreement with this. This is why I slip Ashley some peanut butter every once in a while, our boxer, because she is in her twilight years. Okay, so, but things that dogs can eat. They can eat apples. They yeah. can eat bananas. They can eat cheese. So I wouldn't go... Far. I wouldn't do a lot of cheese. They yeah, can. It does the same things to dogs as it does to humans. They can eat <laughs> eggs. Man, Chevy loved eggs. Boiled egg, he would eat it whole in one chomp. Things that they, and there's more on this list. You can go grab it. Um, they cannot, they're not supposed to have grapes. You know that. Ew, you no, drop no, that's a grape, bad for their kidneys. pick it up quick. Raisins they're not supposed to have. You yeah, know they're not the supposed reason. to have chocolate <laughs> or coffee or garlic. Get the full list oh, if you have oh. pets. MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So apparently Lisa's calling with one of those strange things too, mm-hmm. Jody, that her dog's eating. That's next. All this week, weird things that dogs eat, 877-310-4675. You never know what you're going to get when you answer. Mm-hmm. Hey, Lisa, what about you? I have two dogs, and both of them eat something different that's very strange. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
one of my little fellows, he eats blankets. Yeah. Oh. Every blanket we have has holes in it because he eats them. He chews it up and swallows it. And then uh. when it gets too big for his little stomach, he throws it up and it comes uh. out in different colors. Mm. Oh, Gross. the baby. Wow. That's yeah, like a disorder. He's, he's, a yeah. little, he's a morky and he has an underbite and he looks like a little Ewok. Oh, <laughs> baby. so cute. So do you just keep try to keep blankets from him now? Yeah, except that that's not fair to my other one who loves to lay on nice soft blankets. Yeah, you could put the other one in, yeah. a, in a crate with a blanket, though, away from the eater. They, they're not, they, they don't go in the crate very often, every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. But anyway, my other one, she eats mole crickets. Mm. She mm-hmm. sniffs out mole crickets in the back in the yard. Yes. And she will she will dig them up and she'll chomp on them a little bit and she'll throw them in the air and play with them. Oh wow! Oh, really? She's a hunter. Yeah. She's getting her protein, huh? <laughs> I, guess. I guess there's no guess. harm. There's no harm in that for her. I don't think so. That's an easier one. Yeah. I have a friend who had a cat, which she called Devil Cat, <laughs> and um, White Devil Cat because it's a beautiful white cat who would eat every sweater in the house oh. take them apart there was no point in having sweaters this cat would find them and destroy them yeah i don't know what it is about that you know you animals can yeah. have little compulsions like we do they really can yeah so funny. and he's a little ocd he does the circle thing before he lays down the baby and he, won't look, he won't look at you in the in the face like when i'm talking to him he'll look away and then he has these big eyes and then he'll just right jerk his eyes over to me and look at me and then look away really quick. We've got one like that. It's like, are you, you know, awkward? Are you nervous about look eye contact? Socially awkward? Yeah. yeah. Lisa, that's too that's funny. True. Look, thank that's you true. for calling. You're welcome. Thanks for the show. I enjoy it every morning on my 45 minutes drive. Oh, wowza. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you for the call. Thank you. 877-310-4675. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, if you're trying to impress Taylor Swift, I have the perfect example now of the number one way not to do it. Sam's got music news. Did you hear about Taylor Swift's biggest fan? Is this the one that's creeping on a property again? Well, it's a different property creeper because he claims, and he's made it well documented on in social media, that he is her number one fan. She has a lot of stalkers. Yeah, right. It's, it's always scary when you hear that. Maybe it's scary to me when I hear that term because I always think of Kathy Bates. What was Misery. the name of that movie? Misery. Misery. Yeah. I'm your number one fan. The yeah. master Stephen King. Well, this, yeah. this guy who claims he's number one fan tried to, uh, he was going to set out to impress her. You know, not sending flowers, not doing that kind of, or sending her a nice message. He but de- he decided to rob a bank oh. because he thought it would really get, he would get her attention. Now, not only did he rob the bank, but after he robbed the bank, he drove across a couple state lines to where she lives, one of her houses, and he was throwing some of the money that he stole over her wall. That's so mentally ill, you what? know, because Taylor Swift needs money. That's sad. Uh, she wasn't home at the time, so she didn't acknowledge it. And then the police at that point had caught up to him. So there was a multi-state police chase, and they finally got him. Now, when they caught him, you know, like this, Murphy, he says, well, the stuff I stole, I plan to donate to the police department. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, in that case, me. go right ahead. Please. And you know she has the kind of security that would rival the Secret Service. Yeah. She has to, to be content and happy and sleep at night. 
Well, he certainly made it easy for the police to find him, right? He was throwing the money as evidence. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, this is kind of cool. It's another big tour coming up for the uh, Goo Goo Dolls. How you said it, Sam? Goo Goo Dolls. Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. You usually eat that word. Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, it's to celebrate their uh, Dizzy Up the Girl album. It's 20 years old this year. It's a lot of albums. So, that are just yeah, can't believe it. That are making you go, wow, really? That old? Uh, so they're going to go out on tour for, uh, for starting in September throughout the entire fall, and they're going to play the album in its entirety. That's cool. Those I one like those, it. One of the, cause I've never been to a full album concert before. It's always they play greatest hits or different right, songs. Right. I've never been to a Goo Goo Dolls concert. Yeah, yeah. me so either. That would be kind of fun to do, too. Okay. Uh, and also a little sad news. I know everything's going great for Blake. Uh, and Shelton. Yeah, uh, Blake Shelton, but Miranda Lambert split from her boyfriend. When uh, she and Blake split up a few years ago, yeah. you know, he kind of went with Gwen pretty quick when she found her boyfriend Anderson East pretty quick too. Sure. It's it's now over. Didn't work out. Yeah, they're it's not okay. they're not everywhere together. She'll be at the CMAs this weekend without Anderson. She's probably okay though. Yeah. Murphy, Sam and Jody. Music news. Hi right, guys, coming up, I want to find out if you also had growing up something that I had at the house. Well, not me personally, but the family, a scrap bucket. Mm-mm. So you can always catch up on anything that you miss with the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. And you also get uh, something extra called After the Show. We do, we do a new episode of that every single day also. So subscribe for free and listen today. Okay, all this talk this week, guys, about what dogs can and can't eat or the weird things dogs eat. Right. Um, it brings me back to when we were kids in my house. And this is crazy to me because of the kind of dog people we are now, Murphy. Having all mm-hmm. these dogs and this routine and we feed, we feed them all together and we buy massive, massively big bags of dog food. Yeah. I don't recall us buying dog food often. Because when I was growing up, we fed our dogs our table scraps. That's the only thing they ate? I don't remember, but I used to go grocery shopping with my mother almost We're every buying weekend. buying kennel ration dog food? I don't yeah. remember buying. Back in the day. Three choices, yeah. If we had dog food, it was for backup. And every, let me just say this. I don't know if you guys had a scrap bucket, but that was a normal thing in our house. When no. I was taught as a that little girl. That actually sounds disgusting. I know. We were in the country now a little bit. So listen, when we would, part of learning to clean the kitchen, my mom taught me how to clean a kitchen well, because part of cleaning the kitchen is also wiping the tables yeah. and wiping the counter. Scraping and it into everything the scrap away. bucket. But yes, when we scraped scraps. It was not like down a garbage disposal. I didn't even know what that was until I grew up. We scraped them into a scrap bucket. And then later, I would go give the dog the scraps. Uh, What if the dog was in the house and he got to the scrap bucket? Dogs weren't in the house house when we were growing up. Come on, Murphy. Get with it. My dogs. Can you imagine that? My dogs weren't in the house when we were growing up. Unless it was really cold. You called it the scrap bucket. Yeah. It wasn't a bucket. Um, Most of the time, it wasn't a bucket. I'm about to make it grosser for you. It was an it was a it was a used and cleaned out milk carton. Now I don't find wow. that completely disgusting because my yes, my dad would clean out milk cartons yeah. and use those. That's where for what that's for where, what that's where he put the bacon grease. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. we really? had that. We had that in like a tin can. God. What is wrong with you people? You know, I mean, about the only thing I think a milk carton was used for. My grandmother would would fill them up with water and freeze them so that my oh, grandfather smart. had ice blocks when he would go fishing. Oh, but, smart! You know, but we weren't saving table scraps in them. So, what did you feed your dog, Frenchie Murph? We fed her something called dog food <laughs> that we bought from the store. It wasn't my idea. I was a kid in that environment. 
Um, but we saved money, didn't we? Huh. I guess you did. But I bet, I bet our dogs ate some stuff that they weren't supposed Probably. to eat. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Ooh, okay, Sam, the rom-com oh. recommendations are coming in for you hot and heavy on our Facebook page, on Instagram, and 877-310-4MSJ. We're going to get to some of those next. So we've established the fact that uh, Sam is a chick flick guy, but you know, specifically loves rom-coms, romantic mm-hmm. comedies, and uh, you've been helping us build the list that we've got at MurphySamAndJody.com. Favorite rom-coms. He wants recommendations because you want some new ones, right? Yes, I'm a hopeless romantic and I need something new to watch. Eight seven seven. And sometimes cry about. Eight seven seven three one zero four msj Pam, you've got one? I, th- I thought of a movie. I don't know if this has been contributed yet, but The Wedding Date with Deborah Messing. You know, I've never oh, seen it. Me either. Because I get it confused with The Wedding Singer. Oh. And The Wedding Planner. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's it's really good. It's it's they go to England and for her sister's wedding and she needs a date so she hires one. Oh, and that's just cute. Okay. Terribly hilarious. And yeah. then she ends up falling in love with him. Ah! Okay, so the wedding date. Right. I love Deborah Messing. Okay, well thank yep. you for that, Pam. Cool. Pre- we're gonna we're gonna add it to the thank list you. and by the end of the week we'll have a list for you on our website for everybody. Okay, super. Thank you, Pam. De- Deborah Messing is my other favorite redhead. I have a handful. Deborah Messing's on that list. You're at the top, of course. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> that. Nice so, to know you made the top of the list. So, you know what? There must have been like a ton of rom-coms that came out in the early 2000s because yes. this one is also like 2005. And I don't remember. I don't remember. Maybe we were just so much uh, into Barney and all the other things our kids were watching then, uh, Jody, that maybe that's what we... That. You, you had to say it, that, yeah. Um, it looks, sounds really cute. I'm sorry. I'm just a little nervous. Close your eyes. You're safe. You can relax and remember what an incredible woman you are. Oh, wow. You're worth every penny. Deborah Messing. Yeah, it's a rom-com I missed. As many as you think you've seen and you know formulas, there's a lot you haven't seen. Uh, Coming in from our Facebook page, Sarah says, uh, Fools Rush Rush In. Okay. That's Matthew Perry from Friends. I have not seen that one. I've never seen that one either. So, and she says, best one ever. Right. Yeah, I like that a lot. Ooh, also from our Facebook page, you know I've been under the allergy haze and dealing with allergies. Right. Brandy says, morning guys, a suggestion for Jody: Eating a piece of chocolate will help your cough. <laughs> this should be your good news of the day. Have a Hershey's the next time you're coughing. Uh, your friendly nurse practitioner, Brandy. You know, I love that, what? Brandy. The thing is, if if I uh, you know if I followed that advice, I should never be coughing at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. This is true, yeah. chocolate lover. All right, look, reach out to us anytime. We love hearing from you online, Facebook, Instagram, or 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. So Mariah Carey maybe shocked the world yesterday. Yesterday and let everybody know she's been living with this disorder, this mental health issue yep. for a couple of decades. Tell you about it next because she certainly opened up. All right, time to get started on this Thursday. Jody's going to help Sam out with uh, dating terms now. You know, you, oh. you, you know, you're not doing anything online, Sam. But you yeah, know. I've been off for a while, and you still hanging around at Home Depot though, whenever you can to find the girl that you liked. <sighs> 
I, I I think I have to put an end to that. Okay, good. But because it's it's going nowhere. I've been there so many times, and I cannot find her again. Well, ju- yeah, just in case anybody wanted, it's not that Sam scouts the home improvement yeah. stores for dates. <laughs> yeah. This was actually somebody that he took an interest in, but he only saw her there once, and poof. It's been months now. I, I did not. I should have acted when I had the chance. There's the big lesson. And yeah. you stop looking for her, and you'll find her again, I bet. Ha <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay, so dating terms that you should know today if you're in the single world. You know what ghosting is already, right? Uh, yeah, that's when you completely just ignore a person. They right. don't You've exist You've gone out anymore. on a couple of days and then or dates or whatever, and then boom, you're out. Right. You, you don't respond to text or email. You don't answer their calls. You're ghosting Yeah, they're them. still trying to get in touch with you, maybe for another date or whatever, and you just completely shut them down and don't reply. Isn't that weird? I don't love all the terms. I really don't love all the, the hipster terms. I wouldn't be able to keep up but if I were in the see, dating That's what world. we do in America, though. We invent new words every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. what makes the language so very difficult for you know anybody coming to the country to learn. You sure. Know? Um, there's another term called stashing. Any what guesses? Want to take uh, any guesses? If you stash uh, if I, someone, if I had to take a guess, <clears throat> stashing somebody means that you're interested, but you're kind of putting them to the side to look for something else. Well, you don't introduce them to your friends and your family. You don't post them on uh, post them on social media. You've got uh, them, um, but you're kind of just stashing them away. Maybe you're not so sure. Maybe not right, so proud on the side. Right, kind of stashing yeah. somebody away. Maybe you're being stashed if you're not being introduced. Gotcha. It's so it's not weird. Weird. Nothing to do with a mustache. Uh, no. Okay. You know, it's it, it, in the in the days when I was dating, long before Jody, if I, uh, you know, there was nobody I stashed, although there were people I think that my parents wish I'd have stashed, <laughs> you know, that I'd introduced them to. So. Yeah. See, we didn't have a bunch of terms back then. We just didn't. Well, I mean, that, back then you got flat out told, like, you know, like your parents would have said, I don't, I don't approve of her. Okay. You, know? you want some more coming up? Yeah. Like catch and release. It kind of is what it sounds like. <laughs> we'll do that coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So this is some pretty big news from the life of Mariah Carey. And over the years, Mariah has given us some crazy behavior. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. But some incredible songs. Man, crank that all day for me. That one right there. I think there's been, there certainly have been people with more crazy behavior. It's just been a little excessive. Not crazy. Well, okay, maybe not crazy, but just odd. We focus on hers too much. Maybe, but it's been, there would been times when she was like, what? What mm-hmm. did she do? Okay, so the new issue of people uh, hitting newsstands this week and probably some other places, she's on the cover and it says, my battle with bipolar disorder. She's opening up for the first time about these struggles. She's kept it hidden for many years, for many years, almost two decades she was first diagnosed with this in 2001. Hmm. That she was hospitalized for mental health and a physical and mental breakdown. She says, she goes on in this article to explain that she was so afraid of losing everything because of this. And she had a lot to lose that she felt like the only way to deal with it would be to not deal with it. So she's never talked about the fact that she was diagnosed with this and that she has been living with this. Bipolar. Is that back when she was married to Tommy Mottola? 2001? I don't think so. Uh, no, I think that was no. after the split. Gotcha. But so is she saying that she's being treated for it now? She's yeah. not saying that she's been diagnosed and is trying to work through it without any help, No, right? no, no. She gets help. She's taking medicine. She says she feels like that it um, is helping some. But there was a time when she was trying to do all that she was trying to do while living with this. Mm-hmm. She thought she just had like sleep disorders and that she would work 
all the time and not sleep very much. And she was super cranky and didn't understand why this was just something that was happening to her. Mm-hmm. And, and just the manicness of that. She also said that there are certain people who came out um, talking about their mental issues, like Lady Gaga and even Demi Lovato, yeah. that kind of gave her courage enough to, you know, I might as well just lay it all out for the world. This is what I'm dealing with. I'm not ashamed of it, but I'm having to manage it. Right. Boom. So that's a big story from Mariah. Well, good for Mariah. Mariah. I know. I'm Mariah sure it's Curry. very difficult for anybody in celebrity status to figure out what the timing should be on a, an announcement like that and, and yeah. how much do you tell. And it needs to come from her, so I'm kind of glad it did. Right. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. And on the way in your next Outsider at 8.30, why it's about to get very crowded and busy at movie theaters in about two weeks. So dating terms you need to know today. If these things are going to be thrown around in the dating world, you need to know what ghosting is. That's the number one, and it's not new, really. Right. When you stop, when you, you're not interested in it anymore, but you don't you call it off. You don't want to be involved anymore, even though they're trying to reach you and get in touch with you. You just completely shut them Poof, off. Poof, you're a ghost all of a sudden. Right. And they're left to figure that out, haven't, which I don't think is cool. Haven't there been a couple of others, though, that are like riffs on ghosting? Um, I read Caspering once. Right. Because, okay, because Casper's the friendly ghost. Right. If you're Caspering someone, you're doing it, but you're doing it nicely. You'll respond to a text, uh, ha, 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 but it's not a full ghost. Gotcha. No committal. I've right. Got, you know, I'm kind of like, busy that day. It's the way Murphy would do it because he's so nice right. about stuff. Like it's even partial when he's saying, ghosting. No, yeah, you're a great person. I'm just real busy. Yeah. That would be Caspering. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't believe I'm talking about this I guess, stuff. It's I guess so the crazy. opposite side of that one would be catch a clueing. If Aww. Murphy Caspers you, you should catch Murphy a clue. Catch a clue. That, yeah. yeah. Okay. The other dating term that's been thrown around and it's called catch and release. What do you guys think it sounds like? It sounds like fishing. Well, it sounds to me like what's happened is you you pursued somebody and then you're not so interested, so you kind of move away from it. Boom, you've got it. Catch and release mm-hmm. is for people who love the chase. Yeah. I've heard about that my whole life about people who love to chase oh. you. And they love the, it's like a personal thrill-seeking Conquest-y. thing. Conquest. Yes. That's the word, Sam. Um, you know, he loves to chase you, or she loves to chase you, and it's a thrill to get you to say, I'll go out with you, or we're dating now. And then yeah. when the thrill of the chase is gone, that person yeah. throws you back. Wow. That's sad, because that's their issue, not yours. Yeah. I, and, you know, I mean, one would hope that that's like more common in your college days or something like that. You know, when you're first dating, not, yeah. not later in life. One at would some hope. Point you kind of have to mm-hmm. slow down. Yeah. Okay. So you all caught up? Yeah. There are a few more, but those are the big ones ghosting, um, catch and release, stashing, and caspering. Good luck. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So I still not, today have not received my Facebook message yet. That one that went to 87 million users. Yes. You're hoping Maybe you I, were, yeah, compromised. Maybe I wasn't a part of it. I don't know. But what has been interesting and kind of funny to watch are the hearings that Mark Zuckerberg, you know, the CEO of Facebook, the guy who created it, uh-huh. he's, meet, he's been meeting with Congress the last two days. And um, so if you haven't seen some of the memes or even some of the follow-up questions, it's really been kind of a circus. That's next. When you get a chance today, uh, be sure to like us on our Facebook page so that you can uh, get alerts whenever we go Facebook Live, new posts, and all that good stuff. And and who knows, maybe you'll get uh, random messages from Mark Zuckerberg. Um, have, you, have you seen any of the testimony over the last couple of days? You know, yes. day one, he Mark Zuckerberg had to go before Congress for, with the Senate. Yesterday was the House. But it went, uh, you know, pretty viral, <laughs> oddly enough, across Facebook and a lot of different places because yeah. Yeah. of a couple of different things. Number one, you're talking about a lot of senators and, and congressmen that 
really are not familiar with the platform. It's, it's highly technical anyway. That was the so, funniest part of it. So it, it had it had its funny moments, but it had some really revealing moments for those of us that are Facebook users that were like, yeah. uh-oh, you know what? But the So the funny moments were like this. If so, how do you sustain a business model in which users don't pay for your service? Senator, we run ads. Okay. <laughs> you know what's funny is that the Facebook uh, you know, employees or whoever his entourage that was behind him kind of smirked and laughed at that. But look, but there were some moments that were like, this clearly is not a game. And this was a really good question from Senator Durbin. Mr. Zuckerberg, would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Um, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> If you've messaged anybody this week, would you share with us the names of the people you've messaged? Uh, Senator, no, I would probably not choose to do that publicly here. I think that may be what this is all about. Your right to privacy, the limits of your right to privacy, wow. and how much you give away. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. You know, I kind like of again that. pointing back to it, was just like, as a soon wow, as he asked the hotel moment. question, I'm like, that's exactly where he's trying to make him think. He's just yep. trying to. Yeah. switch things around a little bit on him. One of my moments from the other day, you know one of my things ab- about assuming that my phone is listening to my conversation yeah. and targeting me. <laughs> yes, that dude. kind of what's what that's like an urban legend that that's happened that Facebook's been doing that forever. It's now a matter of public record because it happened. Uh Senator Peters asked him, "Yes or no, does Facebook use audio obtained from mobile devices to enrich personal information about users?" Uh-huh. And Zuckerberg said, no. <laughs> really? Facebook, according to Zuckerberg, matter of public record doesn't do that. Yeah. I think other things do. It's, this is going to be a crazy you know, conversation. And the thing is, it's so highly technical. That's really the reason that we really need to know what's happening. Right. You know? yeah. Otherwise, it's like, wow, you our stuff could be used truly without our knowledge in a lot of different ways. You have to dig in with these kind of questions. And yeah. wait, look for it on SNL this yeah. weekend, too. So anyway, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, feel free to instant message us on Facebook. It'll be shared with the world. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Going to let you in on why it's going to be super crowded at the movie theaters in about two weeks. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Have you ever accidentally gone to a movie theater during a big, huge superhero opening weekend? Maybe you're not there for that and you just can't even get popcorn. <laughs> in two weeks from now, we're going to get Avengers Infinity War. In time, you will know what it's like to lose. To feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail. Marvel's next big, everybody's in it, flick. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's already on pace to break records. Um, it's getting more than double the tickets than Black Panther did at the same point, meaning two weeks ahead of time, which is scary because Black Panther has been selling tickets it's since been, the yeah. day it landed. Right. Still. So Infinity War in two weeks. That's going to be before the kickoff of summer at the box office. So it's got a big summer ahead. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, every day is a national something day, like National Pet Day yesterday. Woohoo! It's National Sibling Day earlier this oh, week. Oh, yeah. Today, well, one of the things that it's is celebrated is National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. Mm. Yeah. Cool cafeterias everywhere. Man, not just... <laughs> never had that in a school cafeteria. I had it at home, for sure. Yeah. And um, my teenager, Taylor, made one the other night. With a regular slice of cheese that we had in the fridge, like cheddar. Right. And then she added some borson cheese. You know what that is? I've never heard of borson. That's soft. It's like these little squares. Actually, it's a circle inside the box. 
and it's soft, spreadable cheese yeah. that you buy to put on crackers and stuff. And it's like herbs and garlic flavored. Mm. She made one with that. And it was next level, is Yum. what she said. She did not share a bite. <laughs> well, remember when uh, Chef came out, the movie Chef, and we all got hooked Favorite. on it because they had that grilled cheese scene. And I mean, for months, I was making special grilled cheese. Such a good movie, though. Not just for the grilled cheese sandwich, but yeah. Because I could have done better. I should have cooked food that I was going to cook. There are chefs that cook food that they believe in. And people will try because they're open. Yeah, I got to go back to that one and start making some grilled cheese again. Sophia Vergara is in that movie, and so is Scarlett Johansson, and it's a John Favreau movie. It's a huge cast, but the star of that movie is the food. It will make you want sandwiches cheese. and a Cuban. Still putting together that list of uh, romantic comedies so that I got some. You know, good watching on the weekends for my hopeless romantic side. Yes, well, we've got Sam. about 10 or 12 so far, Sam, so mm-hmm. it's time to get busy. And uh, one of the recommendations I saw on our Facebook page, and I cannot believe I forgot this one, and I need to go back and watch this one because I've seen it before and it's good. It's called The uh, the Proposal. Oh, yes. Drinking your coffee, why? Because your coffee spilled. So you drink unsweetened cinnamon light soy lattes. I do. Mm. It's like Christmas in a cup. Is that a coincidence? It's Ryan Reynolds and it's uh, Sandra Bullock. And Betty White. Betty White. And Betty White is hilarious in this movie. And I've seen it a couple times, and every time I do, it it just makes me laugh at different points in it. Right. It's, you know, she's getting deported, and she comes up with this scheme like, wait, though, I'm not going to get deported because I'm going to marry Ryan Reynolds. And he works for her, which is an interesting... Yeah, he's her assistant, and they go off on a weekend getaway. That's right. Pretending this whole thing's going on. Yeah, it is sweet. It is funny. And let me say some big moments, big moments from actors who can bring them. Yeah. You're so right. It is hilarious. And I, I've got to go back and find that one on one cool of the channels fan. and watch it. And the After the Show podcast is coming up. Uh, Jody, I want to take a little time to talk about your scrap bucket from childhood. Not for you. That was for the dogs. It was a the kids didn't it was have a scrap scraps bucket. food. We didn't throw food away. Right. I don't think you were completely alone on this one, though. And I want to tell you why. Nice. Up. 